there. Welcome to the Blue Milk Latte Podcast. I am your host, Chris, Chris Christophsis Mead. And with me, as always, on the Blue Milk Latte Cruiser is Kent Blue Milk Latte Salas. Hello. I'm in the passenger seat this time. Yes, you are, my friend. Oh, boy. Co-pilot to my Ye- pilot this week. Yeah. Oh, Prepare man. to go to some strange new worlds. That's a that's Star Trek. Some, well, all right. Fine. You mean the galaxy far, far away? Well, yeah, but we're always in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> okay, fine. Live long and prosper. Okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, cool. What uh, are we doing? <laughs> on this week's uh, episode, uh, I don't know if the last one we posted, I believe, was our 100th episode where you interviewed me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it only fair that we turn the tables and we interview you this time. Ooh. So we're going to give you the uh, the hot seat. I get lucky episode 101. Yep. Nice. Much akin to the 101 freeway. Yep. That everyone loves. No, Nobody loves 101. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> That's a California joke if you're yeah, yeah. from out of state somewhere. Yeah, yeah. If you're here, you got it. If you're not, not yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, Laugh yeah. now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've, so we hit our, we've, we've hit our big milestones. So we figured it would be time to kind of for the audience to get to know who we are as uh, Star Wars fans and all that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do uh, some little Q&A here. Cool. Uh, I know we have our pretty standard questions and answers, so I mixed some of them up a bit. Okay. I, I, Taylor made one just for you. Nice. I took one of the questions you use and I, I mixed it up. Before we get started with the, the feature here, okay. uh, I just want to say if you haven't already listened to um, episode 100, which is the spotlight on episode that we did with Chris Christophsis Mead, uh, definitely give that a listen and then listen to this one kind of in tandem because um, it is pretty much a getting to know uh, us as 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 partners and us as Blue Milk Latte, uh, the podcast as itself. If you listen to these two episodes, I'm you'll probably get a slightly better glimpse, I think, into just um, our comedy and then also. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, we have like an alien here at our recording place. Uh, the giant bug. Yeah, it's a giant bug. It's a Geonosian, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Sorry. <laughs> just Okay, uh, back into the thing, though. Um, listen, definitely listen to them in tandem. Um, I think it'll definitely help you get to know us a little bit better. And then uh, just it'll make, I think, listening to the rest of the episodes uh, just a tad more fun, too. Because you'll see some of uh, why we like to talk about certain things a little bit more than others. Uh, why we choose to do that here at, at the podcast. Yeah, I'd almost argue if this is your first or second episode uh this might be a good place to start because it yeah. really gets a sense of who we are it's kind of a good intro to us and our fandom and then yeah then you kind of get to see the uh, the lens that we, that we that we view star wars through heck yeah and there are many many lenses out there yeah um but we think ours are pretty cool too all right <laughs> all right so uh like we normally do to kick things off let's go over our star wars adventures for the week Ooh. Uh, kent well uh, tell me let's, why don't you go ahead and start okay cool uh, so this week I was uh, continuing to listen to uh, uh, Heir to the Empire on audio. Um, we've mentioned this many, many times, I think, on the podcast before, but if you've never checked out a Star Wars audiobook, do yourself a favor and do so, especially if you're a commuter. They are of the highest quality and of the highest production. It's like you're literally listen, listening to like a movie. Um, most podcasts, if they're, I mean, I'm sorry, most audiobooks, if they're lucky, they will have a good narrator and a good story. But with Star Wars books, not only do you normally get top-notch like narrators and stuff, but you also get like crazy amounts of like sound effects and stuff yeah, yeah, and score yeah. music that they interject underneath. 
Um, it's super fun. And I'm listening to, yeah, the, this Heir to the Empire to kind of get geared up for uh, the Ahsoka show. I know it's not a, a one-to-one translation of that story, but it is, I think, going to take some pieces from that and kind of interject it here into either this series or future stories that they're going to be telling with Ahsoka and Thrawn. Well, it definitely ties into Rise of Skywalker, um, borrows some elements from there as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Between that and, uh, what is it, Uh, the Dark Empire comic series by Dark Horse has some other similar themes. For sure, yeah. So I'm I'm a commuter. I'm on the road at least two hours a day on work days. So um, the audiobooks, especially Star Wars audiobooks, are kind of one of my saving graces. So Do you know uh, know who's reading that one? That one. Is uh, it Mark Thompson? I think so, yes. Okay, because I know yeah. he did most of the old EU stuff was yeah. him. And uh, his his is really good because uh, he does really good voices. Like, his yeah. Han Solo is pretty the, spot on. Yeah, no, his Han Solo is 100%. The only thing it's that throws great. me for a loop is when he does female characters like Leia. I mean, I know I, I try not to get too lost in it, but it's just a little f- interesting sounding. Cause. Well, yeah, well, it's the same thing when you do, um, like, I love the, the Jim Dale uh, Harry Potter audiobooks. Yeah. But his Hermione voice bugs <laughs> the crud out of yeah. me. Yeah, it is It is Mark Thompson. Okay. Good call. Yeah, yeah, well, because I know he did, he did, like I said, he he was, like, the Star Wars reader for most of that era of books. So, mm-hmm. like, anywhere from there all the way up through the uh, the Yuuzhan Vong uh, series stuff, I think, was mostly him mm-hmm. doing the reading on it. Yeah. So the one that I'm specifically listening to is the 20th anniversary edition, Unabridged. Um, so this one probably came out like in 2011-ish, give or take a year, I think. Um, yeah, and it's just super duper good. Yeah, no, that's it's a quality book. It's a it's real strong. Are you gonna move on and do the the rest of them, the other two? I probably will. Yeah, you probably uh, should. Probably, so. yeah. No, I, I've I've read them before in, in in paperback form, but it's been it's been a good good many year. Um, so all right, yeah, just re reestablishing myself with the specifics of the characters and this and that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. As for me, what was I doing this week? Uh, what did I do? I was reading some more of the uh, Secrets of the Sith book, which I know I've been on that book for like, I don't feel like a year now. Just take my time on it. Not as long as I've been on Light of the Jedi. That, that is true. Yeah. That is true. I have like three books that I'm currently reading. Not, not to take away from your thing, yeah. but I have three things that I'm reading. The three things that I'm reading are um, Light of the Jedi, which is the one that's taking me the most today. I really need to dive more into this High Republic stuff. It's, it is super good, but, uh, I just, uh, I, I guess I have, what, what's that called when you just, your attention, your attention ADHD? Eh, yeah, a light form. I, I'm not saying that I, I've never been formally diagnosed and much love to those who have been, but I think I do have a, a mild form of that. Um, and then also, uh, so I'm reading Light of the Jedi and then I, am uh, also ma- making my way through, um, uh, Galaxy's Edge book, uh, starring V. Marathi and written by Del- Delilah Dawson. That one is also very good. I'm almost done with that one too. Those are the two I'm reading in book form, and then for the commute, I'm just listening to Heir to the Empire. So oh, anyway, yeah, so. yeah, no, no, I 100% feel you. Like uh, I have my my Star Wars bookshelf is right by my couch. So sometimes when I'm sitting there watching TV, I'll turn to the to the uh, left, and I'm like, oh man, I got so many books on there. Yeah, because I've got yeah, I got finished Secret Sith. I've got the first book of the second phase of High Republic on my shelf. I've also got the Jedi versus Sith um, short story collection that came out right around the last 
celebration that we went to. So yeah. it was 2022. Yeah. Yeah, 2022. Yep, yep 2022. Yeah, 2022. Uh, and then I also have the super cool Galaxy's Edge edition of the Myths and Legends uh, book. Mm-hmm. That I need to uh, start reading as well. Yeah, because I really like those other the other ones. Like I have the Christmas one, I have the Dark Side one, and then I was lucky enough when I was at Disney World, they had the leather bound, super thick, like rustic looking. You know, where it looks like it's a like was actually printed in the Star Wars universe uh, style book. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we both have very large to be read piles. Yeah, plus I've got like a stack of comics that I'm behind on. And I'm not <laughs> even current with what's going on right now in the comics. And there's yeah. supposedly like storyline sounds really interesting where like droids are trying to take over the universe. Yeah, yeah, the dark droids. Dark droids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So let's see. So I was doing that uh, yesterday. No, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday I was playing some more of the uh, Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I finished up uh, episode four, mm-hmm. so I have not started Empire Strikes Back. I was kind of doing some side questy stuff and doing some collectibles and things, mm-hmm. uh, but I'll probably start Empire Strikes Back pretty soon. Nice. Maybe well, maybe tonight. We'll see. Cool. Very nice. Those are pretty good Star Wars adventures. Yeah. We're just yeah. delving into the books, yep. as it were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I get distracted watching too much uh, TV and stupid YouTube on my phone. Well, not stupid YouTube, but watching too much YouTube on my phone. <laughs> not of reading. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, are you ready? Are you ready to delve into this? I think. To the questions? I think I'm ready. All right. So, question the first. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's do it. If you were a Star Wars color. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought it was James Lipton there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. You know, not in the, you do look like a younger, James uh, Lipton? Yeah. cooler uh, Lipton. Yeah, I, I would give you that. Have you heard that before? Have you gotten that before? No. no? Uh, usually, I get. Usually, last year I got a lot of. I look like Walter White. I got that a lot. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, this year I had some kind of Friday tell me I look like somebody that I had never heard of before. So I didn't know who it was. <laughs> it didn't really bother me. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, but I love when uh, Will Ferrell did uh, James Lipton a couple times. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Pretty, it was pretty great. Yeah. Because some of those questions are ridiculous, they in are. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are pretty. Show me your character as a chair, <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. What if, if your if your if your character your signature character was a color? What color would it be? Oh man. Anyway, all right. So, yeah. question the first. <laughs> yes. What is your earliest memories of Star Wars? Sure, sure. Start at the beginning. It's the very beginning. Uh, my very first memories of Star Wars are I'm I think seven ish six or seven and uh i'm with my cousins uh valerie and Susie, and we're going to rose video in san fernando california which is a mom and pop uh vhs rental store owned by uh the roses from schitt's creek no i wish oh. <laughs> i wish that w- it is funny though no i think they were a mexican family or something no i know I just, uh, <laughs> it's funny because that was that was uh, that character's like whole thing was he owned a video store yeah yeah and yeah. it was rose yeah, yeah. it it, it, I think it was actually called Rose Video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It checks out. It checks out. Yeah, but this was real life. I promise. Um, and it was perfect because there was also a pizza joint right next door. So um, if we were good kids growing up, we would go rent VHSs and get some pizza and have a movie night. Anyway, um, they would always get uh, usually like a, a horror movie variety of some sort and then um, or a comedy. And then I would always end up getting like a R-rated action movie, even at seven, which is pretty ridiculous and crazy. Or in this case, I thought it'd be kind of cool. I think I was an extra good boy that week. 
So they let me rent three, and they had the Star Wars trilogy there. Nice. So I rented all three of them, and uh, we made a weekend of it. We watched a couple of their movies that Friday night, and I want to say all day that next Saturday, we kind of binge-watched all three Star Wars movies together. And uh, I think that's one of my earliest memories of watching them all and then kind of getting sucked into, uh, you know, the galaxy that is far, far away. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to say probably somewhere before that my dad had it on somewhere. That, that might be it, but that's, not a, that's a fuzzy memory. It's not a definitive. My most definitive memory is, yeah, being six right. or seven, hanging out with my cousins and uh, binge-watching the original trilogy uh at home and while watching some or uh, while eating some pizza or in this case they also like going to in and out so we might have been eating some in and out too nice so anyway nice. both good one choices of the, yes yes uh one, one of those two things um so yeah that was it and then i remember loving all three movies and i remember they kind of like love them too and they're not they're they're they were uh one was my age one was a few years older than me and they're not big necessarily sci-fi or fantasy fans or anything like that they're more into like the real world type right. movie things um but yeah no they were really drawn in this too i remember all three of us especially me we all kind of started crying when uh one of those ewoks got shot in the butt oh the the, the famous ewok scene yeah, where the yeah. ones dead yeah and, and then trying his, to wake him up yeah and then yeah. his buddy's like come on we gotta go we gotta go and he's like oh no he's gone and then we i started crying my cousin Susie, who's the same age as me she started crying and then valerie kind of just was laughing at us because yeah. yeah, I still kind of argue that's probably, for me at least, was like one of the 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 first like moments that was like just sticks with you because it's so sad. Yeah, like my first sad moment ever. Remember in a you know hard memory, a core memory for, yeah. of uh, watching films. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, too young for y- old yeller, but I remember the Ewok dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I remember the revelation. I mean, you know, we I think as Star Wars fans, we just glaze over it sometimes because we'd say it over and over again but just the revelation that darth vader was luke's father yeah and that and i mean i am your father like that blew me away as you know a youngin too. that scene those, those two scenes specifically the good news is that you have the opportunity to relive that again when you show it to your kids I, I did that with uh, with my daughter and she was like she was kind of she had that same moment where she was like what yeah mind explosion yeah yeah so yeah i think that's as far as my most definitive earliest memory of my life that's gonna be it right there yeah and we would uh d- to repeat upon that memory we would probably do that at least they kind of instilled a tradition where we would do that uh, every couple years uh, for like the next 10 years of growing up. We would always rent the trilogy or by that point, by a certain point, I had them on, you know, DVD or own the VHS. So I would just bring them over and we would all watch them. It was those, the Star Wars trilogy and the surprisingly, the John Travolta, Nicolas Cage movie Face Off. Those were like our traditional go-to movies where we have nothing to do on a Friday night and we're bored. Let's watch one of these movies. That's those. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, Face Off's not a yeah. bad choice. Yeah, yeah, we love that movie for, for some. Not, not. I don't say for some reason. It's a good movie. It's a yeah. fun movie. But yeah. Anyway, there All you right. go. Uh, isn't that a? Who is that? Who is that? Ang Lee? No, who's the director now? John Woo. John Woo. John, John Woo. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it was the Asian cinema known guy. For, the yeah. doves and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Known for his action choreography and putting doves <laughs> in every behind actions. Yeah, like, yeah. Heroes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was great. All right, so uh, kind of related to this, um, what was your first or maybe favorite Star Wars thing that you got? Either like a toy or a T-shirt, or yeah. Or, or as a, like, what was your kind of first 
memorabilia situation. Yeah. Very first one would be I'm I I know exactly what's going on here. I'm eight years old, and uh, I got we had just went to go see the re-release of The Empire Strikes Back in Reno, Nevada, where I was living. I only lived there for one year, and uh, it just snowed. We went to go see. I've mentioned this I think on previous episodes, but I'll give you the very abridged version. It was snow. It wasn't snowing outside. We went to go see my dad and I. Uh, went to go see The Empire Strikes Back. It was my first time seeing it on the big screen. It was epic. It was amazing. I loved it. When we came out of the theater, it had been snowing, and I felt like I was on freaking Hoth, and it was amazing. And I want to say the next day, my grandma took me to go shopping, and I got an, I got to always get like one action figure if I was a good boy every once in a while. And luckily enough, at the toy store we were at, they had a snow speeder. Nice. And the snow was nice. still out there. So yeah, I uh, I don't know what happened to it. I, I I know some fans still have some of their collections, and I know other ones, other fans, they're in storage, and I know other fans, they sold them and they regret them. Unfortunately, I'm in one of the things where like I think I just lost it between moves here and there. And yeah, so it was a snow speeder. That was my very first itemized thing that I could touch, that yeah. like a, a, snow, a snow speeder that I would, yeah, fly around... Uh, and the snow and have a good time pretending that I was on Hoth. That's a good choice. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for that uh, design of that yeah. ship. I think yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but it's, I've always thought that was a really cool design. It's a great ship. It's so cool. Uh, and and it was functional is to a, to a little bit where you could open the cockpit and take little scoot, little Luke Skywalker out and put him back in. So I really appreciated that because nice. at that time, toys nowadays are very functional and very cool. Right. Back then, sometimes it was sometimes you got like a block of a thing and then it didn't move really. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was cool in that I can take Luke out of the cockpit if I wanted to. But Dak never gets to leave the cockpit. Yeah, no, actually, hmm. I think Dak was bolted in, or not uh, not bolted in, but like glued in or something. Uh, like, like the that. back the back hatch didn't open. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I just meant Dak doesn't survive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Well, <laughs> he lives on in the hearts of millions. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So, uh, all right. So our next question, we're gonna stay on the uh, kind of early Star Wars and kind of establishing your bona fides, as it were. Sure. Uh, favorite film and why. Favorite film? Okay, are we talking about of my well, like when I was a youth, or just now as a thirty-five-year-old man? Uh, dealer's choice. Oh boy, I'll, or, I'll, or both if you can make it short. Yeah, enough. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go both, and I'll make it pretty short. I, I would say of my youth, as much as I quote unquote grew up on the original trilogy through you know just re-releases and VHSs and stuff. Um, the Phantom Menace was my jam as a kid. Like that movie, I was uh, uh let's see, da da da, doing math. I was ten years old. When that movie came out. So I was the perfect age for The Phantom Menace to come and hit and essentially make me a Star Wars fan for life. Like, I identified with um, young Anakin a little bit. And uh, not to get, like, weird, but uh, my I come from divorced parents. They, they separated when I was five. So seeing a young Anakin leave, have to leave his mom. And not that I ever had to make a choice like that and go away with Jedi or something. But I did identify with that um you know having to leave a home and go somewhere else and this and that sort of thing so that uh resonated with me a a lot and i say that because you know 
a lot of folks gave him shit that his performance was bad or his character wasn't real written. But I say this, uh, you know, as a 10 year old kid at the time, it hit with me and I, I loved it. And then taken away from the seriousness of that stuff, though, I just loved the movie. I loved the pod racing. I liked, I didn't love, I liked Jar Jar. I love Jar Jar now, but I liked Jar Jar at the time. He didn't bug me. Um, Padme was a very cute little gal. Um, the lightsaber battle at the end. Are you kidding me? Like, how could you not soak that up as a kid? And then Darth Maul. He was like the poster boy for everything that was like cool. Um, so it was like the perfect mix um, of things. So as a kid, yeah, the Phantom Menace definitely was uh, or is my favorite. The, the, the Star Wars fan inside of me, the young child, Phantom Menace is his pick. As a adult that... Uh, you know, has grown uh, up watching a lot of movies of different genres and this and that, um, and then taking into account the art of filmmaking um, and stuff like that. I would say nowadays, The Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. You know, right. just knowing standard. the yeah, yeah, it's, it's a standard answer. But I mean, just knowing the type of craftsmanship, uh, storytelling, um, production all that stuff like a new hope as groundbreaking as it was i feel like was a decent warm-up for some of the special effects that they ended up pulling off in empire strikes back right um so yeah so adult adult kent uh says the empire strikes back all right yeah all right so uh for our next group of questions so i got i did some organization i, I planned I worked on yeah this. i like this it was all fun. right fun so our next uh set of questions are going to kind of be in universe questions cool so we're going to go there, and then uh, we'll kind of roundabout on some uh, looking forward to the future type stuff, but we're going to hit into the uh, into the, uh, the in the universe. That's right. Jedi or Sith? Jedi. Jedi, for sure. Uh, all yeah. day, every day? Uh, no, not all day, every day. <laughs> I'd say like one day a week, I kind of feel a little Sithy. Okay. And uh, I like, this is kind of weird, but I, I, I love horror movies, right? And... Uh, I love Star Wars, obviously, but sometimes when I watch too many horror movies in a row, <laughs> I find myself going down a weird path of not necessarily negative thinking, but just not great thinking sometimes. And I think that, you know, as much as I like to not get suckered in by entertainment, sometimes it does, uh, you know, just emotionally make me feel certain ways. Star Wars definitely, I feel like, makes people feel a certain way, which is why it's been resonant for so long with so many different people. Um, but yeah, no, uh, where, where I was going with that, I guess, is uh, sometimes I feel like if I watch too many horror, horror movies, I feel a little sithy. Right. And uh, I feel like just uh, a grump, and I feel a little negative. But then sometimes, or not sometimes, I always go back to Star Wars, and it kind of uplifts me, and I think equalizes me a little bit. And uh, it, I definitely have more of my better days when I strive to live like a Jedi than I do than I do a Sith. All right. What yeah. color is your lightsaber as a Jedi? Uh, well, blue. Blue? All right. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to go slightly bit because if you pay attention on A New Hope a little bit, I don't know why it changes. I, it's the original, so it's probably more so to just do the effects. But in A New Hope, it is almost more of like a baby blue color. Right. You yeah, know? yeah. Even yeah, though it is. is the same kyber yeah. crystal and stuff. I would go with like more of a, a baby blue than like a royal blue. Okay. Is my is my like my my inner kyber crystal of myself <laughs> sort of thing. So kind of a, a mix between the standard blue that's kind of become and then like Ahsoka's whites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a 
pretty nice balance in there, yeah. uh, I, I feel like. And I have, you know, I've bought lightsabers throughout the years here and there, and I tend to always go blue. And then just to stay on brand with the podcast, you know, I do love blue milk. So sticking go. with the blue thing on, right. on, on topic. Okay, so uh, next question. You are marooned on a Star Wars uh, planet. What planet? Uh-oh. And uh, what do you do there? I'm marooned on a planet. You know, I. I mean, I'm sure other people have asked this question. I oh, I came up with this question. I yeah, always li- I always like having people answer it. But I'm kind of, and I kind of thought that this one would come up too, but I don't know if I'm marooned on a planet. Well. This could change from day to day. Right now, because we're in a sweaty, hot garage, Right. I'm going to say I want to be stuck on Hoth, Oof. where it's nice and cool, and there's natural air conditioning. Um, but I get your thought process, but you walk outside, man, and you are dead before you first hit the first marker. <laughs> no, I would, uh, like, if I'm marooned, um, I mean... Yeah, no, I'm still. I'm gonna stick with Hoth. I'm gonna go with Hoth. Or we can um, just go with that, or we can do that uh, the the uh, Facebook gonna, thing where it's like, you have a million dollars, but you can't ever leave a place for a year. Where do you go? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll I'll stick. I'll stick with Hoth, and I'll just say, hope. Thankfully, in this made up scenario, I found I found the Rebel outpost, and I kind of just hunkered down there for a while, and I, I I try to, you know, make make do as much as I can there until hopefully. Well, actually, no. Here. I'm at the Rebel Outpost on Hoth. I do my best to use the communications to try to reach for help. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. Um, I think I might be able, as long as there's rations, food rations and stuff, I think I'd be able to be there for a good month okay, or so. You know what would be, this is super random, but you know what would be a good crossover? What's that? Have you, you know John Carpenter's The Thing, right? Yeah. What if they did a short, some fan, or yeah, whoever, made a short where that spaceship, instead of crashing on Earth, crashes on Hoth. And then the thing is attacking a rebel crew on Hoth. That would be pretty. That's sweet. like at a remote like outpost. Yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. And yeah. then and then it, it could it could shapeshift as like a wampa and stuff. You know, it'd be right. like a freakazoid tentacled wampa thing. Sorry, that's super random. Or a tauntaun. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I'll go Hoth. I know there are much more hospitable planets, but just because I want some place nice and cool right now. Alrighty. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this one's a two-parter. You ready? Ready. Who would you have dinner with? Which Star Wars character would you have dinner with? And what would you have for dinner? Is the food in universe? Yes. Okay. And the the it's the character, not character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, I would choose. Um, I would go with Elder Luke. In the last, from the last Jedi, um, and I would go. I would have dinner with him actually on on that planet where. Oh, Octo. Octo, yes. I would have dinner with him there, and um, I, as much as I love blue milk, I would have him pour me some of that siren green milk, fresh off the teat. Yes, fresh. Yeah, as fresh <laughs> as, as as fresh as it could be. And I would have one of those giant fishies, those giant tuna fishy things that he fishes for. Okay. We would have that. Yeah. We would have what he essentially has probably been eating for like five years straight. I would just have that. And then I would just want to know, you know, about, because even to this point, we know a little bit 
of some of the reasons, but I'm sure there's other reasons that play into it about why he's there. And then, um, kind of just, um, want to get to know more of Luke Skywalker, the man and not necessarily the Jedi, just him as, as, as a man. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what I said too. I think we agreed on that one. Did we really? That's usually my go-to when I think, yeah. when I think of that question. Usually, I think it's usually I, my go-to. It's, I don't remember what, exactly what I said, but I, I'm probably said something similar. Yeah. I think, I think you went, cause it wasn't too long ago when we did it. I want to say you did, it was Luke Skywalker for sure, but I think you went think more of like Mando. Yeah. yeah Mando era. Mando. Yeah. Mando era. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As to where I want, yeah, I kind of want to know more of the grizzled, uh, downtrodden Luke yeah, that yeah, I yeah. know not that many people liked, but I, got i got i got the why i got the why and i got the uh the reason for it I, I still maintain that you have to watch that movie a couple of times because it took me about three times watching that movie like straight through before i started getting luke because yeah. like my first like gut instinct was like why would luke just like run away from from a fight like he was yeah. always raring to go yeah and then now he's just hiding out but then, like, after I watched it a few more, like, two or three, I think it was three more times, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 now I get it. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, Obi-Wan did the same thing, more or less. You could right. argue he was looking over someone, but he kind of ran away and hid. Yoda did that, I think, a little bit, right. too. Right, well, that was, uh, I, know we talk, I know I've told the story before, but someone, a different podcast I listened to, um, I don't know which one it was. It might have been Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard. And someone on there made an observation that was like, well, what else would Luke do? Cause, because model behavior is you run away because both Yoda and Obi-Wan did the same thing. So mm-hmm. it shouldn't be surprising that that's what he did because he was just doing as his masters before him also did mm-hmm. yep. in the face of some insurmountable evil. Yeah. Yep. So I get it. Yeah, yeah. We got it. All right. So uh, okay. So here's the question I have Taylor made for you. Okay. It's uh, based on a question you've done before, but I'm gonna make it more Kent centric. Okay. All right. Trapped in a room. Yes. With. With. Jar Jar Banks. Oh yeah. Walk me through that conversation. Trapped in a room. What kind of room? Uh, I don't know. Just like a, it's a normal room. It's not like a prison cell. You're, okay. It's, it's like let's say like I don't know, like in a house. Okay. So there's like a couch and, you know, a table and maybe a, a, a small kitchenette. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like a Star Wars house? Sure. Or like my house? Because those are a very different Let's things. say a Star Wars house. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, what would I do? Yeah, how's that? What, what kind of conversation do you have with uh, the man himself, Charger Banks? Ah, goodness gracious. Uh, I guess more of a... Uh, I don't know. Oh man, this is a good question. I think I might just uh, kind of like what I did with Elder Luke. I kind of want to just talk to him and be like, "Hey man, how you doing? Uh, what you, what uh, how'd you end up here?" Um, all right, I'll, I'll, let's make it more interesting. Okay, let's say this is Jar Jar. Yeah. Post Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Oh, and so he's like sad. Maybe. And he's got a five o'clock Gungan shadow. Sure. Oh, poor guy. Um, you know, I probably just, you know what I'd want to do actually, I'd want to play board games. Okay. I'd like want to play like, uh, some sort of board game and then just shoot, shoot the shit with Jar Jar, not get to, I just want to hang out with him as a buddy. Cause I feel like, you know, everyone's always giving him crap and no one really trusts, not trust. That's not the right word, but no one really gives him, I think the credit that he's due. So I kind of just want to bond with the guy and have a good time. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, we would play. I feel like Monopoly. He would flip the board or something for some reason. We'll play Connect Four. Okay, that's Jar Jar, yeah, that's Jar, Jar and I will play Connect Four. All right, and uh, hopefully he doesn't get too excited. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm looking at him right now. I'm looking at a pop of him in a black box. Uh, I'd probably give him some food too if we were stuck in a room. If we yeah. I, there was a kitchenette, yeah, we'd have some food. We'd have uh, whatever that slug thing that he tries to get at the Tatooine market. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Alrighty. All right, so we're going to move away from the galaxy far, far away. Okay. And back into the real world a bit for some uh, hypothetical questions and things. All right. All right, so walking down the street, find the uh, the winning lottery ticket. Okay. You know, last year or so, we had a couple like you know in the billion range. Yeah. So We, so probably, we had a local person win, too. Yeah, so probably you know right around then, right around there. So uh, so you find that, uh, that lottery ticket, what do you do, Star Wars-related? Star Wars related. I mean, obviously, everyone's go do like pay my bills off, pay my house off. Yeah, but, uh, this is like crazy money. Where I you could, could just use do it, something like insane. I could use it for Star Wars stuff. Uh, I would uh, buy. Uh, I'm, I would purchase a compound of sorts and then build a life size Millennium Falcon in my backyard. Okay, and I would build. A pool that is Naboo themed in the backyard. Pretty much everything would be centered around this one giant, giant house property thing. I would build. Would, would you build a, uh, a falcon in your backyard, or would you make your house the falcon? Would you just live on the? No, falcon? I'd have the falcon in the backyard. The oh, house okay. would be. We'll say that just for funsies, the house would be in the shi- shape of a giant X-wing. So it'd okay. be a long hall that breaks off into other little rooms, and it'd have two wings off to each side. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yeah. And in the backyard would have a one-for-one one replica of the Millennium Falcon that you could walk into and play with. Okay. It would have an uh, uh, underground pool that is Naboo-themed, and it would have a giant home theater um, that I could uh, watch movies in with all my friends and stuff. And I would have friends and family over uh, to show off all my cool uh, Star Wars-themed stuff. Um, I'm kind of a homebody in that regard, so I think that's... Okay. That's kind of just how I would like to spend it. Um, and then as far as like extravagant traveling stuff, I'd probably, I actually, I really want to go to like Tunisia where they filmed A yeah. New Hope and did that. That'd be kind of, I would take you and I and the the fams and stuff to Tunisia and we could nice. check out Luke yeah, Skywalker's yeah. home. Um, I feel like there's one glaring thing that like I definitely would do that's like staring me in the face. Um uh, I wonder you should that you would do probably what rent out Galaxy's Edge. Ooh, like we had crazy money. Yeah, just like have a private party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After and we, and yeah, like how businesses can do. Like they could purchase Disneyland for like a few hours or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah, I would one hundred percent do that. We'd have we'd host the first ever Blue McLatte uh, event meetup in the yeah yeah. Except it would be like. Not exclusive, because I don't believe in exclusivity when it comes to this sort of thing, but kind of like that. <laughs> uh, Pedro Pesca would be there, obviously. Obviously. Um, no, also, no. Would you, one- would you make him wear the costume? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Dance uh, monkey dance. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. I would have him. No, no, no. Here's the really killer part. I would have Pedro Pascal come and walk around, but I would have him keep his helmet on the entire time. So like, well, this is the way. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. But like, 
you wouldn't like all the guests might be kind of perturbed because they'd be like, I want a picture of Pedro Pascal. I'm like, yeah, that's him. And they're like, well, I want to get his face. And I'm like, no, no, he's the Mandalorian. He's fine. He's good the way he is. Um, no, one other thing I probably would do though, is I'd buy, uh, like a newer Mustang and then I would just trick it out with like a Star Wars, like wrap around it. Like I would Darth Vader theme it or something. No, Darth Maul. No, I would Darth Maul theme it for sure. Well, you and could I would do both. Put, you could do Vader on one side and Maul on the other. No, no, no. It'd be Darth Maul because I would want the horns all around the hood. Like, kind of like how they are on his head. Okay. There's like a Lego figure that kind of looks like that. Uh, I would essentially make a life-size figure. Star Wars Lake. Or, sorry. Hot Wheels. Yeah, Hot yeah, Wheels yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, I yeah. could do. All right, cool. Um, I, I think... Oh, you know, one last thing. Sorry. I have a lot of stuff that I would do with this money. I would also make a... A like really awesome fan film that would be kind of like uh clerks meets star wars okay starring you and i sweet that where we would play our characters of uh nacho tar and zek porgator nice and uh that's right yeah that's the last thing sorry that's all the stuff i do it's not that much it's not that crazy all right right all right uh let's see so what is your favorite way to interact with the star wars universe in a creative way Obviously, the podcast. I love right. the podcast. It's kind of fun. It's really fun to do. Uh, hang out. It's you know, it's friend time. It's Star Wars time. It's getting to talk for an hour for about Star Wars time. Uh, I think that for sure. And then also the only, I like to do a lot of things, but that's the main thing. Um, and then probably writing stories which i don't really publish that many i just kind of keep them in a notebook but um i write star wars short stories in universe sort of things uh that sort of thing too that's my two favorite ways it all started going back to phantom menace um where i saw the movie wasn't even out i saw the trailer for the phantom menace and i really liked the idea of mace windu uh, and his purple lightsaber and um i think we had seen that by like Maybe we didn't see that in trailer. I saw it in some sort of promotional. Uh, well, it would have been in Attack of the Clones trailer. It wouldn't have been. We didn't see purple in, in the Phantom Menace. No, because no, because we only Mace Windu is only sitting on the council. In that, yeah, he's only in that one right, little scene right, where right. they take uh, Anakin to see the council. You're right. So maybe it was for Attack of the Clones. There was like some Mace Windu standee where he has like his purple lightsaber. Um, uh, I wrote a short. This was the very first thing I. For, for a short story I ever wrote, like, that wasn't for school. It was just, like, for fun. I was probably, like, 11. And uh, it was about him taking out, like, a whole bunch of BD-1 droids and trying to save this, like, princess on this planet. And it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. So okay. I, those are my two main ways, the podcast and writing. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, we'll skip that one for now. All right. What character do you think uh, should get their own Star Wars uh, Disney Plus show or movie? Which character would you like to see have their own film? Yeah. Their own film or their own series? Well, either one. Whichever one you think oh, I see, function I see. best. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can do, I'll let you do live action or animated. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think it would be cool to do. Oh boy. Um gonna have to think for a sec. Man, there's so many good choices. Where do you go with this? Mm. Well again, this isn't like what's gonna be most marketable or what 
fans want. It's just what I want. What, what do you want? So let's what? say you have the crazy money. You walk up to Kathleen Kennedy. He's like, here, there's yeah. a billion dollars. This is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what mm, I want to see. Yeah. Dance monkey. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see. Oh, my goodness. Mm. That was a long silence. Sorry, I'm still thinking. Um, I'd like to maybe yeah. Mm. Well, how did you answer this, Chris? I forget. You you went with uh, Afra. Yeah, yeah. I think you, Afra. you wanted to see yeah. Doctor Afra. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good choice. Yeah, yeah. Um. Mm. I would like to see. They're kind of doing it a little bit, but I want live. At, they're kind of doing it with these young Jedi adventures. I'd like to see like a Yoda focus show, but before he's wise, he's like kind of affable and he makes kind of the wrong choices every once in a while. So maybe when he's like three hundred years old. Okay. So yeah. So we're looking at. Like High Republic, Republic like, Yoda. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. High Republic Yoda is kind of like that, right? He's super powerful, but he's not. He's not he the live, wisest. Right? Yet. He hasn't lived through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yet. and I, f- I always kind of think that with Yoda or Baby Yoda, both of them, sometimes less is more with both of them. But I just love the character and the idea of the character so much, and he's so wise, and he gives us some of the best lessons and the best quotes. But I'd like to see him before he, you know, kind of achieved all of that, all that knowledge and all that wisdom. So, on an unrelated note, do you think we maybe see a Yoda cameo in Acolyte? Uh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I can't imagine that they wouldn't. He's around. Well, yeah, he's around. And that and he's in the Harry Potter books, too. Right. Well, well, that's their tie-in to your fan base who doesn't know anything about the High Republic. Yeah. You throw Yoda in there. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'd probably go with, yeah, uh, High Republic or pre maybe just slightly high re- pre-High Republic era Yoda live action show. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, what is your favorite way to ingest Star Wars that is not put out by Disney or Lucasfilm? Okay. There's a lot of different ways. Um, two two movies that I specifically go to, or no, one's a YouTube series, one's a show. Well, I love the movie Fanboys. It's a great movie. It's it, a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, it's only one. I thought it was really hilarious the first time I watched it, and it's only grown on me over the years. If you guys haven't checked it out, please do yourself a favor and check it out. It's got tons of heart, tons of laughs. Uh, it's a very good movie. Um, and then also the YouTube series Chad Vader, I okay. think, yeah. is one of the great. It doesn't get that much. It gets in some circles a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, good stuff said about it but i think it should be a slightly bigger thing because it is a pretty funny show um yeah chad vader on youtube check it out it's very good very funny as well i like when people can respect star wars but laugh with it at the same time right that's like my favorite thing so those two things right there are probably two of my most favorite pieces of content that aren't officially released by like lucasfilm that still have to do with star wars i I always i'm always my one of my go-to is always gonna be troops Oh, I love Troops. Yeah, yeah. Troops is great. Troops is great, too. Um, yeah, so stuff like that um, I think is my favorite. And then just a lot of, like, uh, I hate to, like, bring up as apps specifically, but just on Instagram, like, the Star Wars creator group on Instagram 
is just great. There's a, like a lot of good podcasts and creators like the Punch It Chewy guys. They're, they they have their own little podcast. Not little. Sorry. <laughs> they have their own podcast that they do nowadays. And they, they make pins and merch. Um, the Resistance Podcast is another good one. We should say Punch It Chewy Press, uh, Friends of the Podcast. Yes. Friends yeah. of the Pod. They're cool. Yeah. Um, Think the Maker Podcast. The Resistance one I already said. I think the, the Force Center Podcast. Anyway, they all kind of have their own way of like sharing things online of like just random stuff that they find like at thrift stores or just i love the way that we all i i kind of throw ourselves into that little pool too of just of ways that we show off uh our fandom and stuff it's just it makes it really fun so i guess in that regard too all right and then uh so next question not necessarily star wars related but i know you asked me this one so i'm gonna ask you this one too uh, favorite ride at Disneyland? As epic and great as the Rise of the Resistance is, All right. it is like the best as far as immersion and just epicness and it made, me, it made us cry, you know, and stuff uh, after we wrote it. Um, still gets me a little teary-eyed sometimes too. Just, uh, I, I'm a slave to, not a slave to it, but uh, I do recognize that nostalgia does play a part in some of these choices that we all make for favorites this and favorite that. But yeah, Star Tours would definitely be. Okay, um, good choice. Yeah, Star Tours would probably be my favorite ride there. Um, it's just so, so good. Um, and I they haven't, I haven't heard any rumblings and they probably won't. I, I hope at some point though, they do like a retro um throwback thing where they oh, run yeah, yeah. for like maybe a few months just the original thing where you kind of just dis- you kind of go with Luke and you blow up the death star yeah it's tricky though because they completely changed the the ships because you have a whole different pilot now than you did before yeah but so I you mean, mean i'm just saying like i agree with you i think they should or they should have like left one of the you know ones is like the retro one and you could you know kind of make it you could stand you could pick which one you want to ride yeah yeah it would definitely be a little costly i think to do the do you don't have to go too hardcore with it but i just want to see that backing because i do watch it from time to time just you know it's online here yeah, and there. yeah so i sometimes with my daughter she's a toddler uh i'll like not that often but i'll put it on sometimes and i'll put her in her little chair and i'll move her around as the tv's moving and stuff and i uh, i just you know i wish that i could experience that again as an adult uh yeah. you know what you know, doing it, watching the original ones. Yeah, but yeah, Star Tours. So it would go Star Tours one, and then one point five would be Rise of the Resistance. Okay. And then if we're going non-favorite Star Wars ride, yep, at Disneyland, I would have to go with uh, Indiana Jones for all of its okay. efforts of breaking down and stuff like that. Um, it actually is kind of a fun ride to get broken down onto, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, there's always different parts that I'm like, oh, we're breaking down here. Cool. And then you just see, like, cool, fun stuff. The uh, yeah, last time I think I broke down on it, we were right before the giant boulder scene at the very end. Oh, so, so it was just spinning at you the entire well, no, time? No, it's before that. So Indiana Jones is just, like, dangling on, <laughs> dangling in front of us <laughs> in the air, like, wiggling nice. awkwardly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> nice. We were there for quite a while, too. We thought we we're we're, they're going to exit us out, like, walk us out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I go Indiana Jones. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. All right, so we'll wrap it up uh, by being a little uh, introspective here. Okay. Uh, what, do you, in your opinion, is your favorite podcast episode that we've recorded? 
Favorite podcast episode that we have recorded. Jeez. I think my favorite one um, that kind of showed me a little bit more about how we view some of the some of the movies and stuff is when we ranked there, i have a lot of favorites by the way but one of my favorites um and i feel like this is also kind of like when the podcast really started to click too is just as far as like um our conversation and just like our our love of doing this sort of thing um was when we ranked the star wars trilogy but out of oh, out yeah. of sync we ranked them by um, the first entries, the second entries, and then the third entries, and then we picked which entries we thought would be like the best, right? Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really, really fun, and it made me look at the movies in a very slightly different way. And I really always appreciate when I can look at Star Wars from a different point of view. Uh, it's always nice and fun. Um, so that's probably one of my. That's the one that sticks out kind of the most. Um, that in that we had an original idea. And then we did it, and it like gave us much more different results than I thought we were going to get. Yeah, no, it was surprising. Uh, I want to say the first entry one was a big was a big shocker for all of us. Yeah, like how much we loved just the first entries in all three. And then what blew me away was the second entries. Even though as good as the Empire is, both of our I think our collective like favorite films. That one, the second entries ranked our least favorites out of the three. You know what I mean? Right, because I think when we did it, the first entries were our favorites. The thirds, the third entries were our second favorites, and then yeah, yeah, very no, I interesting. Just, I just meant that like I think when we did it, like then we were looking at like uh, the first episode of each trilogy. I want to say um, Force Awakens ranked a lot higher than either one of us thought it was going to. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I think it might have been my number one or number two. Hmm. Yeah, I remember, right. I think it was like I, I know mine. Like was, you were like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna put Force Awakens on top." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one is definitely up there. Um, I liked a lot of the Clone Wars revisited episodes that we are still publishing at a very slow rate, but we are still publishing them. Um, those have been fun because I just like watching Clone Wars and I like talking about it. And I hope we get to the Rebels uh, show someday. Probably not for a few years, but you know, um, steady and. Yeah, steady and yeah, um, but um, and I like these. I like I like doing spotlight on episodes too, because as much as Star Wars is fun to watch and stuff, it really is a community, and uh, it is fun to just talk to other people that are passionate about the same thing that you're passionate about too. So, yeah. All right, uh, last question, and we'll kind of start wrapping this up. What uh, what do you see is our next step of, for the Blue Milk Latte Star Cruiser? Where are we going next? Yeah, good question. I, you answer this, and I really took a lot of things you said to heart. Um, I'm going to kind of echo what you said and just say that, yeah, I kind of want to get out there in the public and just start doing more public things. I want to do um, maybe hopefully something at a con at some point. I want to start doing um, just some in-front-of-an-audience presentations and podcast episodes. And trivia just, nights. Or, yeah, yeah, trivia nights, podcasts, uh, maybe some, I don't call it stand-up per se, but some comedy Star Wars nights that I think would be really fun to riff on to. Like sketch comedy? Yeah, like uh, sketch comedy. That is a perfect way to put it. Um, so yeah, I kind of, yeah, I want to just get out there more in the audience. And then another thing that I want to do um, that just from what I like from other creators and stuff is I kind of want to start creating... Uh, like not anything too crazy, but like some merch here and there, just so people can wear 
or right. interact with blue milk latte like in a physical level too. Don't we uh, we have t-shirts available? We do well. No or no? Well, not at the. M- we have designs. Okay. We don't. Well, no, we do have it up actually. We do have a T Public store with uh, blue some blue milk latte designs. It does need a refresh and a revamping. Um, so hopefully uh, I'll be able to tackle that pretty soon. Um, but yeah. So I'd like to do merch too because one of my favorite things about Star Wars too, besides the epic storytelling and all the other stuff, is I love like I have. May way too many Star Wars T-shirts, and I think yeah, Chris also yeah can attest to like he has his own yeah. nice epic shirt. We like there's like my go-to like comfy clo clothes is like jeans and like a Star Wars tee. Yeah, that's like the there's nothing comfier to me than that really. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I like, and I want to kind of push share the love and push that around there. Okay, yeah, good answer, cool. All right, well, I think that'll uh, wrap us up here. We've done just short of, well, probably an hour by the time we do the, the wrap-up here. Yeah. So it was uh, good getting to know you, Kent. Uh, yeah. Getting your inside views Thanks on for the, listening. The I kind of blanked on some of the answers that I thought I would have, like, <laughs> very quick answers to. Man. Yeah, I just took most of the questions you normally use in your spotlights, and I just kind of rearranged them a bit. Or yeah, like, I'm used know. to asking them, not answering them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, you did. So I think this might be, like, the if not the first time, the second time at most that you've hosted an episode? Uh, no, first time. I've never, I've never really? done the house side. You yeah. did fantastic. Thank you. Good Thank job, you. Chris Christophsis Mead. Very good. Um, cool. Where are we? All uh, right. So let's uh, do our normal wrap up. Uh, so, Kent, would you like to leave the good people with for this week? Uh, I will leave the people with uh, Star Wars just dropped a seven minute YouTube video, I think, about uh, the Ahsoka show. Uh, upcoming about specifically about masters and apprentices. It's a very cool feature. Um, nice. Yeah, I would recommend definitely watching that. And then um, thank you guys for listening for a, to you know 101 episodes now. Um, right after this episode, or yeah, shortly after this episode, we're going to be having our next Clone Wars revisited episode posted up too. So make sure to check that out as well. And then um, let us know uh, what kind of stuff you uh, – well, when the next few months are kind of booked a little bit, we're going to be doing a lot of Clone Wars Revisited yeah, and a lot and of Ahsoka, Ahsoka stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, um, you know, we also have our YouTube page that's kind of getting healthy and stuff. So make sure to check those videos out and like and subscribe over there as well. Um, pretty cool stuff. And, uh, yeah. What would you? I think that's what I'll what I'll leave with the good people. All right, and uh, I think I'll leave with, with um, if you have the chance. If you're not super familiar with Ahsoka, it couldn't hurt you. To I know in uh, Disney Plus, there's a uh, a tab there that has like all the what they consider to be the essential Ahsoka episodes of Clone Wars and Rebels. Uh, couldn't hurt you to uh, kind of check those out a bit, kind of see where she's at, see uh, who she is, and uh, kind of the the situations she's going to be putting herself in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, do do your give give us a little soaker refresher. Nice, it's coming. Very good, cool. Uh, thank you guys. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, thank you guys, and uh, may the force be with you. Yeah. See you guys next time. Ah. <laughs>